So, still fiddling? Still trying to make music rather than listen to the holy music of the Talmud? Whenever Reuven saw or had to speak to Reb Mendel, he had an instinctive reaction to cover his ears. Twisting young scholars' ears had been the Rebbe's favorite form of punishment. He would twist and pinch boys' ears so hard that they would turn white in some places from having the blood circulation cut off. Reuven could still hear the terrible black, buzzy sound that would roar first in his ears and then spread into his skull when Reb Mendel did this. So I understand your friend Mutel is making great progress. Reb Mendel paused and plucked at the folds of waxy skin that drooped from his neck like the wattle of an old rooster. There was another squawk from the mean little house. It was the teacher's wife yelling, and then some dirty children scampered out ahead of her. Oh, Reuven, Reuven, play music for us, they called. Reuven looked down at the children. They need something beautiful, he thought, living in this place with their dreary parents. He opened his violin case. Reb Mendel groaned, but the children squealed with delight. Reuven drew his bow across the strings. The first notes came soft as the birds on the warm spring drafts. The children stilled. Then quick, silvery music laced the air. Reuven looked down at the smudged little faces. One child's eye was red and nearly swollen shut. But they grew quiet and looked up, their small mouths parted as if to receive the music. How grim to be a child of Reb Mendel, thought Reuven. How completely grim. When he had finished playing, the teacher's wife came over to him. So you're really growing up, Reuven Bloom. A nice, handsome lad. But why can't you be like your good friend, Mutal? What woman is going to want a man who never studies? Look at my husband here. When he is not teaching little fools like you who grow up to fiddle, he studies all day. Was there anyone ever more fit for the afterlife than my husband? Fit for the afterlife? Yes, Reuven wanted to say. If heaven is a chicken coop... Ah, sighed Reb Mendel. Who's to know, my dear? Why would a fellow like Mutel ever want to be with this piece of trouble? It was unbelievable. They were insulting him to his face after he had played music for their children. Well, let them insult his back at least. He began to walk away. Why? Tell me this, Reb Mendel lifted his hands dramatically toward the sky, as if asking God for an answer. Reuven heard one of the children giggle. He turned around. Several of the little ones were trailing after him. Why, Reb Mendel? Reuven shouted. I'll tell you why Muta likes me. Because I make music. And he ran down the muddy road toward the village. If he hurried, he might catch Muta. Chapter 2 Mutal! Reuven called as he caught sight of the long tails of a coat billowing in the breeze. Reuven ran down Kroshner Street and saw Mutal disappear through the door of the herring shop. He ran in after him, clapping his friend on the back. I looked for you at the study house, Reuven said. Where were you? I left early because I had to pick up this herring for my mother. Keep your hands out of there, Fruma, the herring woman, yelled at the small boy. No nose pickers in my herring barrels. She reached in and swished her hands through the briny water. Here, Mutal, your mother likes these. 
She held up a long fillet of herring. The silver and dark strips of the skin glistened. Fit for a scholar. She sighed and winked. Reuven saw that Mutal was blushing. It was impossible with his fair skin to hide it, and now his whole face was the color of his pale red hair. Reuven wondered what kind of herring was fit for a violinist. And here's a little extra for you to have now, Fruma said. She wrapped the fillets in two pieces of paper. Come on, said Mutal. Let's go eat this in peace before we have to be home. I'm starved. There was a great bustle in all the streets of Beersheba as people raced the setting sun to prepare for the first Seder dinner of Passover. There were wonderful smells coming through all the windows and doors of the hunched little buildings and squat cottages, chickens roasting and vegetables and fruits stewing with sprinklings of cinnamon.